Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yes, indeed. It is the get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Ooh, I'm Reginald Atatula. That's the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rocking with us on the Friday mm-hmm. uh, before Divisional Round Weekend in the National Football League. We appreciate you being here, however you're listening and wherever you're listening. Thanks for making us a part of your evening. Pre, uh, always get involved with the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053, where from the 214, they said, yeah, I wouldn't buy a K. Upton cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> um, which also I don't, I don't what, what ends up being special about the Kate Upton cheeseburger I feel like when you make a, a special a burger and put someone's name on it you gotta do a little something special right yeah I don't know it's the shape of the meat I don't know what to say in the response to that, so I'm going to keep going. You see it, Larry, right? You saw it. Okay, very good. Uh, coming up in about uh, coming up about 20 minutes, we'll go around the association as right now the Celtics and Nuggets are playing. Pretty good one. Two of the better teams in this league when you oh, talk yeah. about the reigning NBA champion Denver Nuggets and the best in the East and best in the league when it comes to the record, Boston Celtics. This is your opponent for Monday, Dallas Mavericks fan. So, yeah. And they look Celtics good. Celtics coming in. They do look good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, right now, let's do a little divisional round entrance survey, CA. And obviously, yeah. you listening, text in 877-881-1053. I want to know your opinions or your answers to these questions as we ask them. And the first one is, which of these four divisional round games are you most excited to watch? The games that you have, obviously, we mentioned the Saturday game being the Ravens welcoming in the Texans. Uh, or the Saturday afternoon game. The evening game is Green Bay at San Francisco. Sunday, you'll have Tampa Bay visiting Detroit. And of course, the Kansas City game, Kansas City at Buffalo, will be the nightcap on Sunday. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 214 is responding to your Kate Upton cheeseburger question. I don't know. I feel like that violates uh, health standards. I yeah, feel like that violates the health code 817. I don't think you can put sweat on there. That was, what you're describing is not a cheeseburger. You're just describing a chicken sandwich. That's fair. You know what? That is fair. That is a chicken. You know, some places they call them chicken burgers. Oh, yeah. If it's ground beef. but If it's ground chicken, rather. But he's not fair talking enough. About, he's not talking about grounding up the chicken. That's right. He's talking about two big chicken breasts. That's right. There you go. I love a good chicken That's sandwich, double. though. I love a good chicken is sandwich. Is that a double? Double? Is that double at Wendy's? But it's a chicken breast? Huh. A double? I don't know. Text in. What would, what, what would that be? Kate Upton. Regardless, uh, <laughs> CA, which which of these division round games are you most excited to watch this weekend? Okay, it's not the quarter. See, most people probably say, oh, Kansas City and Buffalo, because, you know, it's got, 
This is the matchup always, you know, Kansas City. Well, I really want to see, what, and this is probably not the one that's going to be the closest game. I want to see if Grim, Green Bay can still have that little formula for playing with house money against mm-hmm. the 49ers. Because here's what's interesting about 49ers. We already know how dominant they are. But guess what? Do you realize not only did they have last weekend off because they didn't have to do a wild card, they had a bye week of the 18th weekend. They didn't play the last week. They've been off for two weeks. So I'm not saying they're rusty. Uh, you're about to bring up the rest versus rust conversation. That's what I thought. I'm just saying. And they, they've they got plenty of film and tape on. You know, coaches can tell, hey, you see what the Packers did to the Cowboys. But I'm just, I just want to see it play out. It, it could be a blowout, but I just want to see. Yeah. I, I think this is it provides an interesting kind of chess match because these teams are a little bit similar when it comes to offense in that they want to be able to get ahead and then allow their run game to factor in. So depending on who gets out early enough, right, if someone gets out early, we might see them not be able to use their run game. This one might be decided relatively early. So, yeah. Back to the sandwich. The I don't think we should go back to the sandwich. I'm, I'm, I got to hit it. I just got to hit this one line. He's, it's Friday night. He says, 806. A Kate Upton burger or sandwich would have to have some fat around the edges for sure. Okay. All right. Get them curves. Um, I'll take, I'll Just actually. Like a boyfriend throws curves. There you go. Absolutely does throw some curveballs here and there. Um, like you're throwing me some curveballs during this segment. I appreciate it. Uh, it is a subplot. I hear it. I see it. Um, I'm, look, I feel like I should probably take the low hanging fruit of Chiefs Bills. Obviously, you have the narrative Mahomes versus Allen, but I also think that you have some. Two really interesting defenses here. Uh, the Chiefs' defense under Steve Spagnuolo has actually been really good mm-hmm. this year. Um, and then the Bills' defense uh, with Sean McDermott taking, like putting his hands on it, right. getting you know really hands on as the head coach with the defense. That's been a lot better this season as well. And their offense has been better now. They made uh, Joey Joe Brady the. Uh Office coordinator. Yeah, they, they've run the ball better uh, towards the they back cook. end of the season as well. Like, both these teams have actually, you know, instituted run games when they needed them. And so, I think that'll be an interesting game. But I'm actually really intrigued by Texans-Ravens. Yeah, I, I am too. For the quarterbacks. Yeah, um, absolutely. C.J. Stroud, I'm interested to see. Uh, well, actually, really, it's more the Bobby Slowick of this all. I'm interested to see um, if he's able to continue to give that schematic advantage for the Texans mm-hmm. offense that, that allows C.J. Stroud to really show off his wares. But then for the Ravens, I think the narrative on Lamar Jackson and his postseason uh, lack of success is, I think it's it's without context. When you add that context, there's there's been instances where that offense has not been built well for them for them to succeed in the postseason. You can't say that this year, right? Like mm-hmm. this year, it should look good. And so for Lamar's sake, he he better come out and ball. I'm interested in seeing how, it, and I think that they will, mind you. But this is probably the best built that the offense and the entire team is for postseason success. And so you better go out and show what you got to do against the Texans, who are a nice ahead of schedule team mm-hmm. that provide a few challenges here and there. But I'm really intrigued by see, to see that one. The 214 says it's weird, but teams seem to lose after they play the Cowboys. Let me tell you what it is. They used to call this back in the day a Cowboys hangover. Because mm. what would happen is you beat the Cowboys because everybody hate the Cowboys. You know, everybody, oh, they're America's team, and I, why, I want to play with the Cowboys. They didn't draft me, whatever. They beat the Cowboys. That's their personal Super Bowl. So I'm wondering if the Packers will have that Cowboys hangover when they play the 49ers. I, I, look, I look like they're, they're going to say, yeah, we beat the Cowboys, but we're focusing on, guess what? We're still alive, playing with house money. Let's go slay the 49ers while we're at it. And by the way, 
The Packers, for some reason, for years, when Aaron Rodgers was their quarterback, they could not beat the 49ers for nothing. You talk about the Cowboys can't yeah. beat the 49ers. Aaron Rodgers could not beat the 49ers. Yeah, it's always interesting, the the greats that have a boogeyman yeah. uh, over history. And so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And with that, I move you on to the next question. In this, Actually, I should give a shout-out. 817, there's a few people that mentioned the Lions, Tampa, Detroit. Uh, obviously, the Lions, not not really familiar with being in this this realm when we talk about playoff football. And here they are having an opportunity to go to a championship mm-hmm. game should they be able to get past these Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, Isn't that something? Yeah, incredible, really and truly. And it's, so, it's, this is laid out in their lap the way it should have been for the Cowboys. I well, have to say it. I mean, you're not wrong, and I mean, I'm not going to fault you for not being wrong here. But I, you know, I would not be mad at Detroit if they beat Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay's won a, uh, not with Baker Mayfield, but they won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady a few years ago. Yeah, they've already had the Super Bowl. They've had a Super Bowl with Keyshawn Johnson back in the day. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, Tampa Bay, you've had some Super Bowls. Let Detroit. Get to the NFC Championship game and get a chance at the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I, I don't know that they have to let them. These, these Detroit Lions have some real heft to them. I think the Buccaneers mm-hmm. aren't solid enough to be no. able to take down the Lions, and in my estimation, if, my opinion. I don't know if Baker Mayfield can get two touchdowns. And I went to OU, and I like his season. He's he's resurrected his career, but he got them bad ribs. He's got them Baker ribs that you can buy some of them barbecue ribs oh, in wow. Highland Park. Oh, no. Baker ribs one of my favorite spots to eat some barbecue. Underrated. Uh, Solid. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy too. Baker's. Um, which quarterback playing this weekend has the most at stake, C.A.? I'm going to say only because, you know, there's people want to say I hustle bad with him all the time. Mm-hmm. Lamar? Sure. Because he has only won one playoff game in his career. A lot of times he's been injured. but the time And he's, he he's getting close to being the two-time MVP. Yeah. I, I want him to win a Super Bowl so he can have a two-time MVP and a Super Bowl ring. I yeah. don't want him to be a great quarterback that just didn't, Dan Marino just didn't win that Super Bowl. I got too much respect for him. And, I, I again, I, there's these naysayers, there's the old heads that wanted him to be a wide receiver coming out of college. Just make a throw. It Shout wasn't out about to him. Yeah, him. Him. All because his mother was his agent and she didn't play that game the way agents do. Yeah. Um. And, look, you're, you're and, right. And dropping little hints for the reporters and whatnot. I mean – people have been it's been real up and down and it's been very polar polarizing Lamar Jackson and his tenure as a quarterback and of course you cannot ignore the fact that he's been one and three and I I do think that there's more context to that as I was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. but look man it's going to be hard to explain when you have a team that has built this wealth and suited for the postseason in a way that they hadn't been prior so yeah no Lamar Jackson has to play well in this one you Um, know you're talking about it uh, like he's one and three and there's more to it than that that's what all quarterbacks, and unfortunately, they always yep. get the credit or the blame. And with that, that's why I'm actually bringing up, I'm glad the 512 said it, Josh Allen. For real. Josh I'm Allen. You. Josh Allen, I know that there was a lot of people that, you know, mm-hmm. did not believe him on the front end, and I will raise my hand saying I was one of those people that did not think that he would turn into a great player. But by gosh, he has turned into a great player. However, right, another divisional round exit, and that'd be his third straight. And look, man, like you were mentioning, doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Although, like, there's some instances where we really like you and we'll hold off. Mm-hmm. It feels like we've liked Josh Allen. We've held off for a long time. I don't know how long you can hold off, like, those narratives talking about Josh Allen. See, he's got- even if even if it's, like, not his fault per se, but right. oftentimes, or I shouldn't say oftentimes, but there's a good amount of times where Josh Allen will go Superman mode because he's trying to put it all on his shoulders and he does the dumb thing. And that's it, when he turns into popping fresh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> 
and the if he, turnover machine, particularly if he does that, that's um, his only flaw because he tries to, like I said, he's like, okay, I can I can fit it through this window, and or I can, I'll run through get right. this first down. He fumbles, and I can't entirely blame him from doing that because sometimes he absolutely can. Mm-hmm. Right, like you see, he's really good at football, uh, but you can't end up in those situations. You can't you can't put your team in that situation, right. and then it might just be even if you lose, right? Regardless of how well you play, mm-hmm. the people will come for you. Two one four says the one that's got the most at stake is Baker Mayfield. He's the one that ain't guaranteed for next year. That's interesting, but I do think that I think that I think he's he got, played well enough already yeah, that I think keep him. they they probably try and see if they can get like I mentioned maybe earlier this week something like a Geno Smith type deal if yeah. you can get something that's right. You are the starter, but maybe right. we're not going to pay you like one of the best in the league. And, and I, I think, think that he be, can. And yeah. I think he'll be glad for that because he's been through some things. I mean, just to get there. Remember, he had a pit stop in L.A., not yep. just Cleveland and he winds up in Tampa Bay. He's lucky to be in the league starting. All right, CA, as we continue our entrance survey, um, let's get through this real quick. Which head coach has the most at stake in these weekend's games? Um, I don't really – I really – I think they're all in win-win situations. Who's going to lose? Well, to me, is that – you got the name Yeah, one. there's one name that comes to mind for me, and that's Sean McDermott, the, uh, the, the head coach of the Bills. Of oh, the Bills. And the reason why is you fired your defensive coordinator right. already. You replaced your offensive coordinator. You fired your offense – or you, uh-huh. yeah, replaced the offensive coordinator. At some point, if you have all these firings – and again, again, if this is the third straight divisional round exit, at some point people start coming and asking but questions. you know what? I, I like what you're saying, yeah. but – his only excuse is, look at Josh Allen. Because <laughs> he's the one that was going to get the the glory of the blame. Sure, but I mean, you also I, say. you're right. Out of all those, he's probably the one. And when you say look at Josh Allen, I think that could work good for him, but I think that could also work bad for him where it's like, look, we have one of the guys that's considered one of the elites in this game right now. And if you are unable to have some level of success, maybe we, we need to find someone else who can. We got to find someone who can harness him. Right, right, right. Um. Real quick, which non-quarterback will have the biggest impact in any of these games? CA, does does one come to Ooh, mind for you? Bosa. That's not a bad. That's not a bad one because I mean, one of the things when the Cowboys are playing the Packers is like, go get pressure on Jordan Love, see how good he actually uh-huh. is in those circumstances. And Joey Bosa in that Niners offensive or rather defensive pass mm-hmm. rush is going to be very vital in testing him. If they can get back there, they might be able to make this really tough, yeah. especially because the Packers back end. Is has it or the no, Packers the Niners back end hasn't been as good. No, and so they Except need that the pass rush to be Except effective. For one linebacker. Yeah, I think that that's fair. You could also talk about Christian McCaffrey on the other side. Oh yeah, because sure. I mean, as, as just in general, oh, when yeah, we start talking know. about non-quarterback impact players, that's in one fact, of those five one two's cosign, which is a CMC. That's a, that's a good one. I know that people were talking about. Um, <laughs> McDermott <laughs> looks like Ron Howard's illegitimate. Well, Y'all just telling jokes at this point. They really are. They've been eating those burgers. Well, <laughs> uh, the Roethlisberger's or the Kate Upton chicken burgers? I'm confused. We done talked about a lot of food in this the segment Taylor at this Swift, point. The Taylor Swift, the Kate Upton. Uh, more, more the Kate Upton asking about, somebody asked about a meal. What kind of drink goes with that? Let your imagination run wild. I imagine a milkshake probably. Probably. There you go. That's what they say. That's our entry survey, survey heading into the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Excited to see all those games come around. Uh, but coming up next, let's go around the association in the get right. We'll do next on the fan. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. To get right right here on 105.3, the fan, Reginald Atatula with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rocking with us on a Friday evening. Thank you, Larry Flores, uh, for that fantastic uh, come, return read. Uh, you can always get involved with the program by tra- texting into the truckwreck.com text line. That number is 877-881-1053. Um, it's off night here in the Metroplex. Your Dallas Mavericks were supposed to play. Um, they had, unfortunately, uh, or yes, they I guess unfortunately for sure, had uh, the night off due to, you know, the postponement. The, the Warriors had their assistant Head or assistant coach Dehan Milojevic, um, who passed due to a heart heart attack a few yeah, days back, at a and team so function. yeah, at a team dinner, if I remember correctly. So yeah, this this Only night off as well, it'll be postponed and it'll be remade later on in the season. I don't think we have a date scheduled for that. Right. So Mavs had practice earlier today, mm-hmm. not playing this evening, but still, I think we could still talk some hoops and go around the association Let's here on the get right. Look at that. I like that. You dropped that in right at the perfect time. Look, I know Larry. Larry does a good job here, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Larry. Um, now, this is this is interesting because uh, Zach Levine, who, you know, had... Chicago Bulls. Yeah, Chicago Bulls guard Zach Levine. I know that there was a lot of people around these parts that would have loved to have his services, and we found out that the Mavs had some interest at some point. Yeah, a few years ago. Um, a few years ago. Well... He's on the trading block. I know that they're they're open to trading him. However, he's had he's picked up a few injuries here and there, and he adds another one. He'll be sidelined for at least a week after he sprained his ankle yesterday against the Toronto Raptors when they were in town. So, you know, Zach Levine, I, would you be interested? Obviously, I don't think there's a circumstance for him to come through, but not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Back when they were, you know, they were just trying to get Bradley Beal, and they knew they couldn't get Bradley Beal because Bradley Beal said, "I ain't going nowhere." I was like, Zach Levine. Well, Zach Levine, he's, his game has kind of deteriorated a little bit, and there's some next-level analytics to show that, he, you know, you don't he doesn't – he can't he, – he almost operates better in a vacuum. He can't play with other people as well. And ask DeMar DeRozan, and you'll find out why. 
Yeah, Zach Levine's an interesting player, and I mean, he's definitely not anything the Mavs need right now. The Mavs mm-hmm. definitely need some size, exactly, and some defense. Yeah, and he's a—I don't want to say he's a small, but he's a relatively small he's a guard. He's a guard, and you know, score first. That's what I'm saying. You know, guard, Demar Derozan, and, but he's going to miss a week. Uh, that's that's not really the best for the Chicago Bulls as we head towards the trade deadline. Obviously, I, I'm interested to see what if any, uh, attention he gets in the trade market. A, a man who was thought about maybe being in the trade market for the Los Angeles Lakers, Austin Reeves, uh, was yeah. reported today by the Athletics' Jovan Buha that uh, the Lakers have no interest in trading Austin Reeves I know they away. don't. I mean... He has superseded all expectations. Absolutely. I mean, he's... I mean... You know how Kobe's nickname was Black Mamba? Yes. When he was growing up in high school, they would call him White Mamba. And I think he was growing up in Arkansas, went to school in Oklahoma State or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, you rather. Yes. And he's just superseded all expectations. They love that guy. And I don't blame him. He's He's got game. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of the Mavericks, a little earlier you were talking about, you know, who they could try to get trade for, whatever, or guys that fit the roles, what they need. Yeah, I know, I know there's been a few names that have been kind of attached to them. Well, I wasn't going there because I don't know of any right off the top of my head. Yeah, I think the, the names like that. that have been attached to them, the likes of P.J. Washington with the Charlotte uh, mm-hmm. Hornets. I know that Kyle Kuzma has been brought up. Jerry Grant is probably the one that is most prominently yeah, featured mm-hmm. out of Portland. Where I was going with this was the three guys that are doing it for the Mavericks right now. We already mentioned that they really hadn't had their starting five together because of all the injuries. Yeah. Is Doc Franco, a buddy from uh, Slovenia. D Magazine writer. Very, very good. He came up with a stat that's just kind of mind-boggling. He says, he said said on Twitter, I still can't get past the fact that Luca, Kyrie, and Derek Lively II have played only 17 games together. Yep. 17 out of 42. Dallas is 11 and 5 when they do play together. Lineups for those three are plus 7.6 per 100 possessions in 539 possessions. A good foundation to build on in the second half of the season. Absolutely. I mean, just facts. You just you just need health. Like I think that's that's been the a very big detriment to this team in the first half was just the inability to keep their lineups together and obviously mm-hmm. they'll continue to grow together. You hope to see a better second half than you did the first. Oh, by the way, he mentioned a correction. He said eleven and five, and he corrected that because last other night when they lost to the Lakers, they made it eleven to six. Still not not a bad not, uh, bad, at not all, bad at all when it comes Mm-mm. to those three guys being able to share the court together. Uh, former Maverick Jalen Brunson was showing off his wares last night. I mean, this dude, That's what he do? This dude was cooking forty one points, eight rebounds, eight assists, leading the Knicks to beat uh, the Wizards last night. Just another thing that, you know, I look at Jalen Brunson and I'm always super happy for him. But I always, whenever I see him, I'm like, man, he wouldn't have had the opportunity to do that here. Not here. And so. Not co-star with Luka. It, it's kind of crazy seeing him go right. off. And, like, I guess for me personally, just I, I know that I did not believe him to have these heights in him. And right. he 100% does. Yeah, Salute he, to that young exactly. man. Exactly. And the Knicks thought that and that's why they got him. And that's why, don't get me wrong, they traded all these picks on draft day to make that room, to make it happen. And All right. I'm, and I'm talking about cap space. I'm not talking about giving him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The Mavericks could have paid him even more money. He told me, I said, you left a lot of money on the table. He said, oh, I'm going to make that up on my extension. This is before he started showing out. He like he was very confident he was going to make his money and live his dream, which was to always play at Madison Square Garden. He bet on himself, and oh, boy, he is winning. For real. Cashing out. All right, mm-hmm. CA, well, we talked about how we're just past midseason in the NBA. 
let's let's kind of go around and dip into some of these questions, figure out how we feel about this. First of all, what has been the biggest surprise for you over the first half across the NBA? Minnesota Timberwolves playing that, as well as they are. That is absolutely fair. The Timberwolves have been fantastic. Uh, yeah. Best one of the best defense in the league, best uh, conference or record in the Western Conference. And I know early on there were some people that were thinking, "Ah, oh, that'll wane." It has not, not at all. And maybe the the I don't not surprising at all for me, but like just the shining star has been the way that Anthony Edwards has mm-hmm. announced himself and continued to grow as the dude. Mm-hmm. Even last night, I think he put he put um, the Memphis Grizzlies, who have been scrappier mm-hmm. with after Job ja Morant got injured again, right? Like I thought. John Morant's mm-hmm. gone. All right, now this is definitely done. They've been scrappier. They played Minnesota tough last night. Um, and Ant Edwards was like, no, 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 no. I need you to understand who who we are. And I think when you look at the best players and the best teams in this league, they have that in them where they can just decide at some point in the game, no, this needs to be over. Mm-hmm. And Ant Edwards put up a crazy dunk um, in the, late in that game that really did some of that last night. When they traded for Rudy Gobert and, and overpaid, you know, all those five first-round Boy, did they overpay. And, and then last year, it was like, okay, they got these guys. They got these two bigs. And you know that Cat's uh, going to be on the perimeter a lot. He thinks he's the best shooting big man of all time. Cat was injured most of the season. So you really didn't get to see what they could do. Yeah. And you're seeing it now. And they say the unsung hero, I mean, because Ant is Ant, right? And Gobert is Gobert yep. defensively. And then Cat is Cat. They say the unsung hero on that team is Michael Conley. Absolutely. Because he can shoot, but he doesn't have to. Uh-huh. He doesn't have to do other than save them if he had to. And he's, he, the, he's that good. And he's a great defender. And he's an organizer, I think, or, more organizer. than anything. Yes, right? he's like, a true point. He and I, It's easy when you have a big man, and this is kind of goes back, because this modern NBA, you don't really think of it that way, because mm-hmm. a lot of the big men are involved when we talk about screen and rolls and those mm-hmm. things. Rudy Gobert. Real defensive guy, not a guy that you think of offensively, so you're not like feeding right. him the ball. One of the things that I know you remember this back in the day, CA, they'd be like, feed the big man so yeah. that he has an incentive to keep Early going. Early on, yeah. Get him, give him his touches. Mike Conley does that sometimes where it's like you could kind of, if you see yeah, Rudy Gobert detaching, he's like, all right, we got to, let me, I'll get you, big man. He's smart. And he get, and he, that's part of the reason why they're able to keep this thing together. And ultimately, they are 30 and 11. They've got a two game lead against a team that I think is one of uh, the Oklahoma big surprises. Oklahoma City. That's right. The Oklahoma yeah, City Thunder. Like, I think we all knew seeing the way that Shea Gildas Alexander was really good, knowing that Chet Holmgren was coming through, and just the mm-hmm. way that that team was coming together, that they'd be good. I don't think anybody anticipated them being second best in the West and consistently this good. They have been really, really, really good. And they got so many options because they got so many draft picks. In other words, for a team that lost James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and Serge Ibaka, talk about not missing a beat. Mm. Oh, my God. That, 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 that front office is getting things done. They got so many draft picks to do whatever they want. It's not about drafting some more guys. They could trade those picks and get another superstar. Yeah, absolutely. And, look, they might need to. They have so many picks that they're not going to be able to keep – putting yeah. this into their team so a, a, a move is so coming as well they got so many options. i think one more that you could also consider is the los angeles clippers because they've yes i know the early on thing has worked early on people were making fun of the hard thing that thing has really come together and oh, I, but, I think it's more just been Kawhi and paul george have been healthy because those dudes are crazy good yeah they're crazy good but i'm gonna tell y'all something i've always liked regular season hard 
It's that damn playoff Harden sure. that I do not trust as far as his – if he can see his feet at playoff time, maybe he can play. I just don't trust his legs. His legs get tired. He's at the script club. Sure. He don't care enough. I do not like playoff Harden. Regular season hard to put on the shelf. Well, luckily for them, if if they remain healthy, which means that's always the caveat with the Clippers. Yeah, exactly. Playoff Harden won't matter as much because right. then you have Kawhi and Paul George uh-huh. to do do the heavy lifting. We'll see. Ultimately, they're sitting at fourth in the West. All right. See, how about this question? Who's been your favorite player to watch this season? And I know that there's probably a Mavericks answer, but feel free. But I mean, I think you also got to give us a non-Mavericks answer, probably. My Maverick answer is Kawhi. I mean, excuse me, Kyrie. Yeah, there's a the, the couple of Kai. Because <laughs> I, I just want to say Kai. Kai. Kyrie is just the truth. He's got insane handles. He can do all these different things. It's like you just watch him and you go, wow, because you see him on the regular now. Yeah. Um, not Maverick, player to watch, fun to watch. Uh, let me think. I'm trying to think. My mind is whirling through all the different teams, the different cities. I mean, I know tonight. Nate, we're, you name with somebody. Tonight man. we're watching Nikola Jokic, and it's just insane the things that he's able yeah. to do. Also, I think just like the fact that he shoots the shot that looks like it's mm-hmm. going into the rafters, and mm-hmm. he can make it no matter how how you know tight you close in on him. Mm-hmm. That shows up. I think I've really enjoyed Tyrese Maxey. There you go, South Garland zone, hundred percent. I was about to say I, I like smaller guys because they have a little bit more poetry to what they do. It's more, you know, not just straight up power. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Because so many guys are hurt. It's just hard to say sure. who's been healthy to see over the regular. Fair enough. And, I mean, you're seeing a lot of different guys coming yeah. through the AAC you know, over the course of the year. Uh Tyrese Halliburton is fun, fun to He's watch. He's been dude. incredible. Because also that team pushes. Yeah, buddy. So they do a lot of running. If, if you man. like seeing guys go up and down, score, move the ball around, Tyrese Halliburton has been a revelation this year. How about this? Um, before we go here, and some people are talking about SGA. Shea Gilchrist Alexander yep. has been incredible. Someone mm-hmm. also mentioned Halliburton. Ja, for that very short yep. period of time, he was he was a he was burst back. of energy. He's always been great on the court. Absolutely. He's that always is, been a show on the court. That is 100% fair. Um, how about this? Which team has the best chance of making a deep run in the West? The Suns, the Lakers, or the Warriors? The Lakers. Why? why Even though it seems like, oh, there's some dysfunction in his Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham hasn't really lost the team or the front office. They're kind of nitpicking about some things. But I just don't think the Suns are built right. They don't have any kind of depth. And, you know, you don't know if Katie's going to stay healthy. The other part about it is the Warriors are a mess. Man. And if it put like this, all we got is Steph. Yeah, in all seriousness, that's the last vestiges of the dynasty. And I think uh, I'm not saying the Lakers are going to win it all or nothing like that. I don't see that. But they did come off of the Western Conference Finals. I don't know if they're going to go back to the Western Conference Finals. But of those three teams, I can see them going further. I think that's fair. I I, I think I probably line line with the Suns here, and maybe I'm just I'm too much leaning into the expectation of KD and Book. Yeah, those the the, the talent coming together. But who else? I and that's that's a good question. They they haven't really been able to land that plane when it comes to figuring out who mm-hmm. else is going to play with them. But I also think that some of that is just because of the the injuries that they've continued to have. I think once you get to the postseason, they'll have a little bit more. They'll have had some time to figure some of those things out, mm-hmm. and then they'll just lean on those, that star power to be able to carry them through in a way that I think. You look at the Lakers, and they've had some dysfunction in, mm-hmm. in some of those same questions of who else, and they can't score. 
Like right. you can't score. I don't. I don't know right. how you're going to do they it in the postseason. And then you mentioned the Warriors. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull all that together as well. So it's a weird. It's a weird. Uh, F Mary kill. I guess. Yeah, exactly. To kind of put together. <laughs> yeah, all the way and there. I don't like none of them three. I'll take the Clippers over them, and I don't even trust Harden. Man, that's that's crazy. Over them three, I would but take the Clippers. That's I'm look. I mean, that, that's fair. The Clippers mm-hmm. have more more talent around them, and I think also you could point to the coaching when you talk about Ty yeah. Lue. Frank Vogel's got his hands full yeah. in Phoenix. Oh boy, those are some of the things that we're looking at uh, at the midseason when mm-hmm. it comes to the National Basketball Association. As we went around the association here on the Get Right, coming up next on the Get Right, there was a there was an interesting tweet that you know talked about the ideas of guys just enjoying naming some naming some wide receivers. So you know what. Let's name name the most obscure wide receiver you can think of, and I think CA will judge it. We'll decide Me? next. Yeah, that's right. We'll decide, uh, do it next on the fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's the Get Right, right here on 105.3. I had to wait for the drop. Uh, Reginald Atatula here for you, uh, alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Larry Flores playing the tunes, doing the reads, and keeping us sounding good on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. And thank you all for rocking with us here on a Friday evening in the Metroplex, trying to have a little fun, you know, before we send you into your divisional round playoff weekend. Um, you can always get involved in the program, and you definitely want to hear. Um, 877-881-1053. That is the truckreg.com text line. We're talking about obscure wide receivers, just wide receivers, naming wide receivers in the NFL at any given time. Because it makes us happy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, what's been going around on Twitter, at least from what I've seen, is this tweet by Steady E sixty nine, which is nice. Um, a few days ago, and it reads as following: Sorry, babe, I can't come over tonight. Me and the boys are naming obscure wide receivers in the group chat again. <laughs> and you know what? We all did, and I do mm-hmm. say I say we very intentionally. We all just started naming. Obscure wide receivers. And you know why? Because it makes us happy. And so 877-881-1053. Let's have some happiness together. Name your favorite obscure wide receiver. Uh, and we'll we'll keep that going along. We already got some submissions. The first name that came in is one of my favorites from the 817, Chris Hogan. And just in case you didn't know, did you know he played uh, lacrosse? Because you know how those players, there are those players that, that right? there's always the like that one factoid that you could tell all the broadcasters right mm-hmm. on their notepad. And with Chris Hogan, it was, you know, he played line, uh, lacrosse, right? And yes, yes, we do know Chris Hogan played lacrosse. Thank you, all the broadcasters. Um, some other ones that have come in, which uh, this one from the 812 who said it was for me in particular, what record does Flipper Anderson hold? Um, and they said that they know CA knows. I, I'm sorry, I can't give that to you. I, I'm Just because I was alive and on the radio at that time does not mean that I knew. Oh, but, you, don't, you don't know I, the Flipper I Anderson? I did look it up. Okay, what, what's the Flipper Anderson looked it up. record? Flipper Anderson is the only wide receiver to get 300 yards in one game. He got 336 in one single game back when he was playing for the Rams in 1989. Oh, okay. Against the Saints. I wasn't a twinkle in He's my father's only, eye at that like point. I was alive and <laughs> I was not at that game, though. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was not at that game. I thought you were at all the NFL games all the time. All of them, mm-hmm. except for all of them. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah. well, what about this? I'll give you one. Yeah, please do. It, look, it's, it's, a, it's a fun. Everybody's familiar with the 88 Club, right? Yeah. 
Antonio Bryant. There you go. That one just came in here. Oh, on look, the, it just came in too. On the 972. Absolutely. thinking the same thing. I always wonder if Antonio Bryant is somewhere like, y'all not, y'all, I, where's my invite? I didn't get a text to show up to the Chipotle commercial, right commercial. What what happened? Well, I can't be in the group because I know that Des Bryant said they have a group text or whatever. Yeah, it was just Drew and Michael Irvin right. and Dez. Antonio's like, I wore the jersey. I understand I didn't ball in the same level, but I wore the jersey. Come I, on, let, I me, got let a friend, me get in. I got a friend that has an 88 Bryant jersey. It was Antonio. <laughs> he wore it like it was Dez's. <laughs> look, I, look hey, no, it worked. No one was any the wiser, right? That's like it. It, it worked out. Now, of course, when we start, change, up, when we start changing uh, brands or whatever yeah. on the jersey, it might, right. people might know at that point. Um, some, so, Someone brought up uh, Devron Johnson, mm-hmm. Sacred Heart out of Sacred Heart, six round pick mm-hmm. for the Some, Cowboys. Somebody mentioned uh, uh, this random wide receiver for the Cowboys named Deion Sanders. That's he true. He was a two way player for half of one season. Do we count that? Because I know that he did play wide receiver. Maybe not a lot of people he know a that. Touchdown or two. Okay, fair enough. I, I'm with he it. He did it because I think somebody was hurt, and he wanted to also prove that he can do it. Because he said, "Look, nobody's throwing my side of the field anyway." I'm bored out here. Let me play some wide receiver. <laughs> and at one in one particular thing, they really did need him, and he, and he moved the chains for him. I know that you you smiled when you saw Haven Moses. Yes, uh, Denver Broncos. There you go. <laughs> I remember that name. There's a few the Denver Broncos on there. They brought up Demarius Smith, uh, Demarius Thomas as well. Well, how about the three amigos that you're doing the Denver Bronco wide receivers? There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, why do we enjoy this so much, Larry? I do you have, have any? Because no it just it really does make me happy. I don't know if you can hear the sound of my voice as I think about <laughs> Kevin Walter and Kevin Ogletree and yeah. all these other like wide receivers. Why does this make us so happy? I got one for you. Yes, make you really happy. Sam Hurd. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of right fun now. things that you could talk and about. By the way, that. Well, nobody, fun for us, not fun for him. Not for him. Nobody ever would have thought that would have happened to Sam Hurd. He's yeah, such man. a quiet guy. What do you move away for, Sam? Like, it, it it does highlight though. Like as much as we go, well, you're in the NFL, you're now a millionaire. It's not quite like that, man. Like you know, there are folks that obviously there's the taxes and there's all the other things that you have to take care of, and just because it seems like a big number on the on the uh, well, his on car the newspaper guy told him yeah. it was easy, some easy money. Yep. Yep. You don't ever just because the guy wash your car don't mean you should do what he suggests. And then also, there's something to be said like, oh, you got all this money. Why are you trying to get more money? Because I don't know that I've seen a, a single person who's too rich at to bulk at the concept of more money. Exactly. Everybody like money, especially if you think, oh, I, my career is limited, and maybe when I turn forty, I might not have this kind of money. So I better get some money on the side. That's right. All right. Side hustle. Let's let's dig deep into this because people are really going ham on this. Sure. Now. Oh, look at this. Uh, let's see. Goodness. We got Haywood Jeffries. Oh, wow. uh, Corey Fleming. J.J. Stokes, uh, let's see, let's see, Scotty Miller, you remember him with oh, the yeah. with the uh, with the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, let's see, we got Laron Robinson several times. Tony yes. Romo made him a star. Is, is that the homie? Uh, is that the homie uh, Jesse Holly? Because I know that that's that's a name that always comes Jesse up Holly's with the homie. Jesse. I like that. <laughs> he is not a fan of Laron Robinson. Patrick Creighton, <laughs> which is a fantastic man. I, yeah. I got to meet him. Ryan recently. Switzer, who uh, by the way, said yeah. he, looked, he looked like like Cole Beasley. He didn't look like him, but guess what? He was actually related to Barry Switzer. He was like a distant. Yeah, that's cousin. right. We did find that out in the uh-huh. in his tenure here. That yeah. was that was a fun thing that came up. Somebody said Altoon. I'm not familiar. I'm not gonna lie. Altoon played for the Giants or the Jets. One of them. I can't the remember. I cannot remember. Tall, slender guy. Tall, slender brother. Uh, Roy Williams, forgotten wide receiver. Yeah, I was, I was reading the same one because like he he gets messed up because and, uh, other dude safety. other dude broke someone's neck behind it, right? Like yeah, not actually horse collar. The horse collar, but yes, he was so wild. One played at OU, one played at Texas. I know both of them very, very well. Dear, dear, dear good friends. But here's what. They both played for the Cowboys at the same time for a couple of seasons. Yeah. At the same damn time. Like, look at him playing both ways. How do you change his number so quick? 
<laughs> um, this is one that I like a lot in uh, Stevie Johnson. And the reason I do, like, we all have these weird little reasons for connecting with the player. Uh-huh. And Stevie Johnson was on the Bills during one of these Madden seasons, one of these seasons where I had Madden. And I ended up as a wide receiver on the Bills. So I saw Stevie Johnson a lot. So shout out to Stevie Johnson. I'm sure he's listening to Dallas Sports Radio on the evening. Uh, let's see. 214 says Eric Decker. Was he the last great wide white wide receiver? No. We just mentioned uh, Chris Hogan and Scotty Miller. Come on. Yeah, but they're not great. Clearly. Decker. I'm talking about the last great one. Not the <laughs> okay, last one. Let me see. Let, what, who is Eric Decker? I, well, I mean, you, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like Cooper Cup does not exist. Oh, hell. What was I thinking? <laughs> This dude had the greatest season of all two years ago. He was the MVP. Uh, he won the Super Bowl. Let's My see. bad. Sorry yeah, put about some that, respect. Put Steve, some respect. And then Steve Largen, obviously, was before that. But shout out to Steve Largen. Yeah, he's from Tulsa, I don't Oklahoma. know. That, can we put Steve Largen on here? This, well, he was a I feel like we're just too. doing he's white at this point, man. Uh-huh. Put the, that's one of the greats at wide receiver. He's not obscure, Wait is Wait a minute. He? Shout out to Plexico Burrs. He shot himself in yes, the Yes, he did. The I, I'm still amazed. In the leg. That was what a, what a time. Jericho Cotri, one of the most fun names. I'm so glad you texted that yep. in, 206. Dwayne Bowe. Dwayne Bowe might have um, inspired the most fantasy football names. Like, mm-hmm. right, somewhere over Dwayne Bowe, I saw about 50 11 times, uh, during, times yeah. during that time period where Dwayne yeah. Bowe was playing at Arrowhead, Arrowhead Stadium. I always like Rocket Ishmael as a name. That was a cool name. Yeah. Incredible name. Cowboy player. And he did, Absolutely. He used, to, he used to do some post games on this station with me. Did post he? Cowboy, yeah, Rocket. Rocket used to be on the, on the fan doing post game Cowboy Did not games. realize sure he did. that. He is doing very well. We had him on the Cowboys Crosstalk with me and Nate about a month ago. And Rocket is doing really, really well still here in town. Victor Cruz, remember he used to do the cha-cha? Yeah, he just did the salsa. Yeah, yeah Victor David Cruz. Boston. There you go. Amani uh, Toomer. Amani Toomer was a name that I love so much. Mm-hmm. But yes, Amani Now we got into the Giants bag there for a second. Someone yeah. said Mushin Muhammad. Shout out to Mushin Muhammad. And also while we're talking about Muhammad's, Muhammad Sanu. As we're yeah, talking Muhammad's- about... Muhammad Sanu yes. was a dude who used to throw passes. Yes. Antoine Randall, a dude that threw mm-hmm. passes. We're getting into a little subsection you of remember, wide receivers. Do you remember Peerless Price? Uh, Peerless Price Atlanta is Falcons, in, right? Yeah. Played with Atlanta the Cowboys Fal- for a year. Let me tell you, yeah, he played for the Cowboys. See how, Larry don't like cracking his mic. I want to point this out. Larry does not like cracking his mic. You see how excited he was to mention the fact that he knew that he used to play for uh, Peerless Price, he used to play for the Falcons? He played for the Falcons and he played for the Cowboys and he told me something that I never thought about because he played for Michael Vick, and Michael Vick and him were really good friends. He said it was the hardest. He said it was so hard to play with him. I said, what do you mean it's so hard to play with him? It's Michael Vick. He said, because you never knew if he's going to start running. He <laughs> running the perfect route, and all of a sudden you're looking around, and he's running. He said it was hard to focus. But he says, I love that dude. Oh, yeah. T.J. Hamas little help us. Hushmanzada. Hushmanzada. T.J. Hushmanzada. Yeah. As we like to say. T.J. Hushmanzada. T.J. Hushmanzada. I love T.J. Hushmanzada, man. That's. Oh, yeah. Lucky Whitehead. Of course. He uh-huh. was Kevante Turpin before Kevante Turpin. <laughs> Somebody brought up Santana Moss. Mm-hmm. I like bringing up Sonoris Moss. Actually, that's am I am I Sonoris brother, right? Did he actually play or did he just? No, he did. He played yeah, for the was, Giants. I was like, did he? But he got into his acting bag for a second, didn't he? Uh, I think he got into his acting bag a little bit. Somebody said, correctly. "What about Billy Davis?" Billy Davis played for the Cowboys, and guess what else? He went to the Ravens and got a ring, and he still lives here in town. He's uh, always about, waving his Ravens ring. What's up, Billy? Chris Henry, rest in peace. Mm. Yes, Chris Henry. Chris Henry. While we're talking about, you know, the rest of peace, I always I always think about uh Vincent Jackson. Rest of peace to Terry that man. Glenn. Oh, yeah. I used to love Vincent Jackson. Terry Glenn. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, so, some of the names that I love, like Joe Horn, I'm like, mm-hmm. does he count as obscure? Because Joe Horn was pretty good with them Saints for a little while too. Yeah. And then Isaiah like, Stanback, who's doing Cowboys.com. Absolutely. hundred percent Man, this Deion is Deion Branch, Raiders. Deion Branch was so good. 
Well, you talk about the sure Raiders was. also with the um, with the uh, Patriots for a little bit. There. Yes, yes, he was. Um, Kelvin ben- <laughs> Kelvin yeah. Benjamin was the size of a tight end though. <laughs> Wait a minute, somebody's funny. He says Miles Kardashian. He's talking about Miles Austin because he used to date Kim Kardashian and she would show up at Cowboys training camp in San Antonio. Oh, we got the Texas Tech contingent. Yeah. It's like don't forget Danny Amendola Danny and Amendola. Michael Crabtree. Make sure yep. you mention those. Dante Stallworth also came up. Mm-hmm. Bullet Bob Hayes. I don't. I don't. Especially around these part. I don't know. We could call Bullet Bob obscure. That's an Olympian yeah, a and legend. a Dallas Cowboy. Come on now. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll do a series stories confidential about Bob Hayes. Oh, I'm I excited about that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we cannot forget the man who changed his name to Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson, which also reminds me when we get to, like, the Bengals of it all. Y'all remember Jerome Simpson? You might not know the name, but you'll probably know the play. He's the dude who front-flipped over a player into the end zone with oh, the Bengals. Oh, I remember that play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will never forget Jerome Simpson because I saw okay. that and I was like, what in the heavens made you think to do that? But he did. It was really cool. Marcus mm-hmm. Colston. Keep him coming. Like I mean, this is blown up. The also, Tolo's the end Right, of this. as you keep those coming, please just tell Michael me. Michael Crabtree. That's I remember right. Marcus Colston from those, remember those those fantasy football commercials where they would do like, he'd catch the football out of the air and it'd be like, pick me. Yeah. Remember those commercials? Yep. Those yep. I know so exactly good. what you're talking about. So yes, one thing I need you to do for me on the truckwreck.com text line. On a scale of one to 10, one being not at all, 10 being absolutely how happy did that make you? Because I just I I just love name. It's something so stupid. I don't know why it is. I don't know what it is in our DNA. Yeah. Just naming random wide receivers made me happy. Okay, here's one. See if y'all know what he's famous for. Ray Carruth. Yeah, they named they named the street after him in here in Dallas, didn't they? No, no, no. 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 How about Carolina Panthers and he hired somebody to kill his baby mom? Yeah, see, I didn't want to talk about that he on the air. I was just going to make the day. joke about the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's the get right right here yeah. on 105.3 The Fan. Just having fun naming wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Why not? On Coming, a Friday night. That's right. Uh, look, we trying to have fun on a Friday night. I don't know why you would want to do anything else. Uh, coming up next on the get right, let's get you some bold predictions for the divisional round. Send yours in as well. 877-881-1053. We'll do that next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.